The Eason Book Club on The Pat Kenny Show. Sharing book recommendations with book lovers every month. Well, now, for this month's Eason Book Club, we chose Nothing on Earth by Connor O'Callaghan. So what did our panel think of the book? With me, Brian Kennedy, Mary O'Rourke and Catherine Lynch. You're all very welcome to the programme. Good, Good morning. morning. <laughs> now, uh, talk to me. Who wants to tell the story of this book? I tell the story. <laughs> all right, you tell the story, Mary. I love telling the story. Well, the story's about a man. <laughs> we don't get his name. Yeah. Yeah. And about a young girl of 12, and we don't get her name. Yeah. And the background to the story is the un- uh, on a beautiful unfinished estate somewhere in Ireland. And the why I like that's the story, that's the background, and that's the story. <laughs> and there is no other story. Characters sweep in and sweep out, but it's all the background of living in a dysfunctional house on an unfinished right. estate. There are a number of characters who tell the story. So, yes. Catherine, who are they? Or some of them, at well, least. Brian can take up the narrative yeah, as well. Yeah, the characters yeah. who tell the story, again, they're very vague. It's a it's a, um, a gothic fiction novel. So it's a bit Tess of the Durbervilles or it's a bit yeah. kind of... Uh, Is that what you got Stephen King. Wow. Yeah, I got that sort of stuff. And it's all about the imagination and it's only each individual reader can give themselves mm. the answer. So yeah. reading the book itself was... a bit hard, you know, but actually analysing the book so was gorgeous. Oh, it was great you know. to, to, to analyse it. It kept your mind going, uh, thinking, yeah. thinking, thinking. I loved it. It's great for a book club. Well, all I was thinking was, who are these people? Who are these characters? What is this story? I mean, I want to be oh. kind to a first-time novelist. Of course I do. We all know how difficult that is. But from the get-go, it was like walking in a thick fog for me. I couldn't yeah. see past yes, it. Yes, it was foggy. Yeah. It was very it was vague. Foggy. Very vague. But yeah. you, if you got, you got your mind to it, the fog started to oh, clear. Oh, I put my mind to it. It just I'm didn't sure come to me. I'm sure you did. I sound like a teacher. Sort of saying, did you do your homework? Are you but, telling me off, Mary? I know. I'm she not. is, Brian. I know. But I do think if you put your mind to it, the fog cleared and the book became yeah. terrifying. And, and there's always part of you that wants a book to be a little unreal. Yeah. I don't like and they all lived happily ever sure. after. Absolutely. No, but life isn't like that. Life is full of kind of... I love the idea that it's set on a ghost estate, first yeah, of all. That, there yeah. hasn't been much mm. written in, in, in fiction. No, I think ghost is the word in this book. Yeah. Like the, all the characters are ghosts mm. to a certain extent. Yes. That's right. Your own imagination can become a ghost of itself because you're wondering, did that happen? Did it not happen? Now, the, the character that Mary was talking about, uh, that man. we don't know the name, but we do yeah. know he's a priest. We do well, know that... Eventually, we, we, yeah. we don't know he's a priest until much, much later That's on right. in the book. Yeah. You don't right. know he's a priest at all yeah. until it emerges that he was a priest. He's yeah. a priest. Um, now, Mary, you loved the book, yeah? Yeah, I do. I adore Catherine. Them. Um, I loved the book when I was finished it, but I found it a hard read. Uh-huh. I found it... Me too, um, I wanted to know more. Halfway through it, mm. I actually just... It, it turned for me and I went, wow, I'm, I, this is quite Stephen King. I think that the, the it's written fantastically. I think that the yeah. he's a fantastic novelist. I love his poetry. Um, and I think that the prose is fantastic in it. I think that uh, it's a tough read, but if you like Stephen King and if you ni- like that uh, uh, gothic uh, fiction mm. and uh, he's no Mary Shelley now, but he's... Uh, no, but if you like to think about a book... Yeah, if you want to think about a book and if you... a thinking book. It mm. is a thinking book and it's and the, the characters are not very developed, but they're not very developed for a reason because they're quite ghostly and they don't have caricature, which and I would love. And they don't have names. Yeah, no they names, don't have names. No characters. Yeah. Well, they do have names. Some they of them do have names. names, yeah, but their their not names no. are even, even doubtful, vague. Doubtful. I mean, the, the sisters, I mean, they have first yeah. names. And yeah, yes. yeah. Um, the, the book reminded me of a movie I saw many, many years ago. I was going to say, 
say the same thing. It has loads of movie qualities about it. Yeah, there's a, a famous movie, a Japanese movie made in 1950, and uh, obviously I didn't see it when it came out first, <laughs> but I saw it when I was in Mary college. Did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've oh, ouch! Ouch! Anyway, it was called uh, Rashomon. It was a Japanese movie yeah. by Rashomon. Kur- Kur- yeah, Rashomon by Kurosawa, and it. It starts at around a woodcutter's fire, as I remember, black and white. I went to see it in college film society, yeah. that kind of thing, because it was one of the modern classics. It's now regarded as one of the great movies of all time. Yeah. Um, and it brought uh, Japanese movies into the mainstream. But it's a series of characters who are talking about the death of a man and also the rape of a woman. Right. And each character gives their own version of the story. Mm-hmm. And you have to make up your mind who, if any of them, are telling the truth. Exactly. I like that. So it's truly like that. that. Did you, totally. did you get to read this book? I did, yes. And, yeah, and did you like it? Uh, I found it difficult. I found yeah. it a struggle to get through. But then afterwards, but did afterwards, you like it? afterwards, I kept, I yes. kept thinking about it. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I kept thinking about yeah. it. Even the, even yeah. the reader's, reader's imagination becomes ghostly because yeah. the ghost of the book remains with you. And that's what I thought. It's like the, your imagination is out of focus in it. Yeah, the truth is out of focus. Mm. The but lies are so out of focus. Everything's out of focus. I loved it. It was very abstract. Did you like it? I didn't. I've got to be honest. I'm very sorry, Connor. I'm sure you worked very hard on it. But um, I just find it very... I didn't really care enough about any of the characters. Apart from the wee girl, of course. But again, we never found out what her name was. It was just like, what is she called? I don't like this name. Well, the girl... I mean, it's no uh, secret to give it away. What happens? She knocks on the door of this place. She is pale and pallid. Mm. Uh, Her ribs and her shoulder blades are visible through her clothing. She's got stuff written on her, which she's clearly written herself. I like that part. That was fascinating that she did that. But you're, you're craving a narrative. I'm craving a story. I'm craving Conclusion. characters I can really care about. Because I didn't know enough about these characters, I couldn't care enough about them. Oh, but it was like, give me more. Court. I know, I, I, I could on a human Donna level, Ryan but not on a... About it. You know, we reviewed yeah. Donna Ryan here. He says it was this book, Nothing on Earth, strange, beautiful and quietly terrifying. I was certainly not terrified by it. Absolutely oh, I was. Not. Well, it I was. was. Because I think the man later to be revealed as a priest yeah. was being encircled by yeah. others as being yeah. the person at fault. Yeah. There was part Her of that where the imagination where, is where more dangerous than the truth. You know? At the beginning, um, he says, I did nothing wrong. I mean, yeah. this girl knocked on my door. Yeah. Within minutes, I'd call the authorities and things were taken in yes. hand. Yeah. And yet... Yeah. I know, yeah. and, yet and yet we know he's gone to the library to look up yeah. history on this family. We get that creepy scene where he goes around the side of the house and observes the two, the woman and the child, yeah, sunbathing the topless. The back, yeah. There's but a he's only human weirdness. in that scene as well. Like yeah. I mean, he's but, only a man looking at women who are topless. Bab- yeah. He goes babbling when they get, bring him to a psychologist or whatever. He goes babbling about that, yeah. you know, about having and the on the side of the house and the bizarre kind of sad funny that we were talking about it outside when he goes off to this priest's home to just kind of be out of the public eye. Yes. And that was weird. Was he was he in a like, in a was he in a home for paedophiles no, then, no, or was he, he just a priest? Home? Home. I never put that together. And I and have that written in. here, or I have that little passage there where yeah. it's like. I had heard that such reviewing became a commonplace among the young generation. They're all watching porn, but it was foreign to me. Instead of watching it, I watched them watching it. And then it was in that moment I thought, no, he's innocent because he couldn't even watch. Or he's in such denial. He's Mm. used to being on the outside. Mm. I believed in his innocence. Maybe I'm innocent. Well, we we have another reviewer on the line. That's uh, (laughs) Elena Smith from Clontarf. Hello, Elena. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Um, you, What do you call your book club? 
uh, Book Wine and Therapy Club. <laughs> I like it. BWK, the Book Wine and Therapy Club. Love it. Oh, Can good. we join? TLT. So yeah, they spend no. most of their time reading wine labels. <laughs> do, absolutely. Now tell us, Elena, w- typically what have you re- uh, reviewed and read as a book club? Um, we've got a really broad spectrum of things, everything from um, The Woodcutter was our very first one. Uh, we've done uh, Oscar Wilde and oh. we've done... Uh, well, literally, we've even, Yeah, he is, apparently. <laughs> uh, we've, we've done a really broad... We even did a, we did one or two even chick lists, but a really broad spectrum yeah. of books. The and, and who's, great one. Who, who's in your book club? I have Good Morning Ladies, I know you're all listening, and Steve Montessori Girl Kids are listening. Bridie, Barbara, Sue, Jan, Emma, Orla, and me. Is that everybody, girls? They sound lovely. Yeah. They are, okay. they're lovely. So they're we'll say lovely. good morning to Barbara, to Bridie, to... Uh, Emma, Jeanette, Orla, Sue, and of course yourself, Elena. So that's a, a formal <laughs> yes, good, morning good morning to you all. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> now, um, what did you all think of the book? Um, we would very much have been um, thinking in the same lines as Brian. We mm. found it. We didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And, and again, very conscious that it's Conrad's first book out. But we we actually felt that it was trying too hard. He that he was trying to be enigmatic and and mysterious. Yeah. And there was no, you know, the, the, the one thing that struck us was that none of us cared about any, uh, said we liked or disliked any of the characters. Yeah. So you didn't and care whether they lived or died. Mm. Didn't make yeah, any we difference. Didn't, yeah, we didn't like them or dislike them. There was no, Heartless you know, people. we would feel very strongly about, about, about characters. We're hard. We're hard women. Now, <laughs> Elena, also the, the kind of mysterious things that happened. Uh, one of the, the points that you mentioned, uh, uh, talking to us earlier, was uh, when the the little girl vomits. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there's uh, she vomits up all sorts of stuff. Wood yes. chip and metal filings yeah, and all yeah. manner of things. And yeah. no explanation as to why that should be so. No explanation. No. Well, you she know, did ask, "Do you believe in demons?" to her father. So mm. I think yes. that there was a de- there was a demon quality to the the that character to the, to the child herself. Mm. Yeah, but, yeah, and, and it was funny that he literally went missing the minute after she yeah. asked him. Yes, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. It, it it just didn't it didn't flow. We kept and everybody said the same thing. We had to keep flicking back and forward. Some people had to read chapters once or twice. They're clever. With this, they're a clever bunch of ladies out there. But oh, it yeah. was no mm. flow. It was no. The characters were introduced in a way that we were supposed to know who they were. So flattery just came out of nowhere, and but he was described in a way that you swear he'd been in the in the book already. And did you not feel sorry for the guy, the central figure, that he was being encompassed and going to be blamed? Yeah. Did oh you? no, I did, I did feel sorry for him, but yeah. I didn't. I couldn't say I liked or disliked him. I had a bit but of you, like a bit the, of sympathy the scene for him, between himself and his brother was beautiful. I thought. Yeah, that I liked that. Brotherly yeah. love. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I loved the way true. the brother said, you know, mm. put the brother but, put the arm around the shoulder and yeah, said, you know, I'm here for you. Admit. Yeah, came back yeah, from the US, didn't he? Yeah, that was quite poetic. But one of the difficulties is trying to sort out who everybody is. I felt like I should have a pen and paper beside me. Like normally, I read a book and I read it to enjoy. Totally. I felt I had had to have a pen and paper sort of to figure out who. That and where are they, and yeah. you know yeah. all the different versions of the well, story. No, well, I, I suppose because it's a book club, uh, it, that was that was kind of the we. That's what we could do. But if you were just to pick it up off the shelf and read it, it would be a difficult read, wouldn't it? But it would be a very good read. You'd find your brain click, 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 clicking afterwards and thinking and going over it. So I think in that way, it would be a real good read. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. You did have to think. You did have to think. Yes, that's right, Elena. You sure did. I have revisited in my head, and I'm sure the ladies as well have since then. But I, I kind of... 
you know, I loved the language. I thought I, I couldn't have felt more desolate if I tried in the description of where they were living. Yeah. And then this, but it, you know, it, when when that the um, the house down the road was full of all of these guys, and then oh, they yeah. weren't there, and yeah. the sombrero. I don't, I didn't understand. Yeah, the, the Polish guys. That's right. Yeah, yeah, what was that all about? Exactly. We didn't get, even get a chance a to care about the them. Polish people. They but were you gone off the estate. To get them. You weren't meant to get them. But they I want to care kind about characters. Background, you see, they yeah. really weren't important in the story. I think what Catherine said earlier yeah, is so very why were important. They there, Mary? It's Part quite a ghost story, really. Yeah. Yeah. You see. I don't know, maybe maybe books depend on the mood you are when you start to read. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. must have been in a mood for wanting to be exercised in my mind. Challenged. <laughs> yeah. And I sure was after that. Oh. Mary's ahead of, ahead now, of the party all the Elena, time. Elena, uh, one yeah. of the comments that uh, you forwarded to us was about uh, the, the, the book club collectively felt that you don't like books that make you feel you're stupid and missing the point when you're actually not missing the point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah of course. And that's what, you know, yeah. when we sat down and we were very studious, we write all our notes down in a book. I mean, it's, it's more than just reading the wine labels, Catherine. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> well, I'm not going then. <laughs> uh, but we, we sat down and the overall, at the end of this big discussion about what was that about and what was this about mm-hmm. and where did he come from, whatever, then one of the ladies that was a direct quote from one of the ladies who should remain nameless. And we all agreed, everybody signed underneath it, to, in, you know, oh, um, I see. To, yes, to say, yeah. yes, that's mm. exactly how we all felt about it. Because well, it was, yeah. I felt he was trying a little bit too hard. And for a first novel, if I want to read the next novel, I want to be able to engage thoroughly with the first yeah. one. And yeah, to actually care. Yeah, as, the enough. characters are mm. very important to us as well. I mean, it wouldn't I, put me off reading them again. I, I would look forward to see what he comes yes, up with yes, next, yeah. absolutely. Mm. Mm. Now, because uh, he is highly skilled with the words, as a poet, of course. As a poet, yes. uh, yeah. Yeah. He brings that sensibility to the book. Yes. Yeah. He won the Patrick Kavanaugh Award as well, so I'm, I'm on his side. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh-huh. <laughs> All right, well, Elena, thank you very much for reading the book. Um, I hope My it pleasure, wasn't too pleasure. much of a trial, as I say. No, no, it's always wonderful to try something different. Yeah. And, you know... We, you know, that's, that's what a book club is all about mm. all the different things that you possibly wouldn't pick off the shelf yourself yeah. Yeah. well thank um, you very much and thanks to all the BWTs <laughs> bye 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 well now it's time to see what Eason recommends for our July uh, book club and Catherine it'll be your turn to pick the next book uh, we'll give you the weekend to decide and we'll announce the winner then maybe on Monday which you have decided so uh, the first one is won by Sarah Crossan Grace and Tippy are conjoined twins and their lives are about to change no longer able to afford, afford homeschooling, they must venture into the world, a world of stares, sneers and cruelty. But what neither Grace nor Tippy realises is that a heart-wrenching decision lies ahead, one that will change their lives even more than they ever imagined. Uh, the second one is The Death of All Things Seen by Michael Collins. It's 2008 and Norman Price, a moderately successful playwright living in Chicago, considers the shuddering impact of the financial crash. When his parents die, one shortly after the other, he tries to rebuild his own shaken world. He encounters a number of obstacles as he tries to do this. His parents' old house has to go on the market, forcing him to revisit the past. And then he receives a mysterious email from a man he's never met, but whose name is painfully familiar. Norman's new existence is suddenly threatened by past secrets. And uh, then we have uh, Barkskins by Annie Prue in the late 
uh, 17th century, two penniless young Frenchmen, René Sell and Charles Duquet, arrive in New France, bound to a feudal lord for three years in exchange for land. They become woodcutters. René suffers extraordinary hardship. He's forced to marry a, a Macquah woman. I don't know how you pronounce it. Or Micmaw woman. Uh, but Duquet, he runs away and he becomes a fur trader and sets up a timber business. Uh, the book tells the stories of their descendants over 300 years. Their travels across North America, Europe, China and New Zealand under stunningly brutal conditions. Wow. Oh, oh. Uh, it's a big fat book too, I can tell you. And then Nine Folds Make a Paper Swan by Ruth Gilligan. At the start of the 20th century, a young girl and her family emigrate from Lithuania in search of a better life in America only to land in Ireland instead. In 1958, a mute Jewish boy locked away in a mental institution outside of Dublin forms an unlikely friendship with a man consumed by the story of the love he lost nearly nearly two decades earlier. And then in present-day London, an Irish journalist is forced to confront her conflicting notions of identity and family when her Jewish boyfriend asks her to make a true leap of faith. Now, the three stories arc together to tell the haunting story of Ireland's all but forgotten Jewish community. Oh. Wow. So, interesting mm. books, four interesting mm. books, and uh, it's up to you, Catherine. Okay. So, Choose the right one. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. What oh. Cathy did at school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or Very good. <laughs> Mary O'Rourke, Catherine Lynch, and uh, Brian Kennedy, thank you very you're much welcome. for joining thank us. Thank you.